Welcome to our Anchored Daily Podcast. As we prepare our hearts and minds to celebrate the birth of Jesus, we'll be learning from Messianic prophecies, the gospel accounts of Jesus' birth, and the themes of Advent. Are there any former short kids out there? Anyone who was the smallest in your class? I grew up as the short kid, always paired up with the other short kids for square dancing and PE. Do you remember that? Always picked a little further down the line for kickball, no matter how scrappy you might have been. Seen as cute and sweet and petite. And when it came to an age where it mattered what you wore to school, I was still shopping in the kids' section, well into high school. I felt overlooked sometimes, and as though I had to work a lot harder to be seen and respected. Anchor Daily family, this is Sarah Landon. Thank you for joining me as we experience Advent together and prepare our hearts for celebrating Jesus' birth. We find ourselves in Luke 1, verses 39 through 45. Mary, it says in verse 39, went with haste into the hill country. Now, I'm going to caveat this by saying I am not a Bible scholar, but I think there's enough room in the text to make this inference. So please reach out to me and correct me if I'm wrong. I love wrestling with the text. So picture this. First century teenager becomes pregnant by the Holy Spirit, probably tells mom. I'm not really sure what mom thought, but I know that pregnancy outside of marriage was not okay during that time. And as yet, this is the first immaculate conception. So my guess is they might have been trying to keep it on the DL. So Mary conveniently scurries off to the hill country, out of the sight of prying eyes, to her cousin, who she has just heard has also received a divine bundle of joy, albeit through more traditional methods. Mary may have been looking forward to talking with someone who might be able to relate a little and celebrate with her. You're probably not from that part of the world, so I'll let you know, this journey for a teenager two months pregnant was not a walk in the park. It's rocky and full of ups and downs and takes about three days to arrive. But arrive she does, and at Mary's greeting, John does a somersault in Elizabeth's womb. I'm not sure how much Elizabeth actually knew about the divine source of her conception because Gabriel revealed it to her now mute husband. But in this moment, Elizabeth is filled with the Holy Spirit, and God's words pour out of her, words of blessing and of Jesus' authority, even yet unborn. What is so remarkable to me about this text is that we see two women, faithful, devout, and kind of overlooked. One in her youth, she's her father's property, pledged to belong to someone else, learning how to fulfill her role in the world. The other in her advanced age, having carried the shame of childlessness, serving a husband who's committed to serving God, but always a little less than, because God did not see fit to fill her house with children. God saw them, and he invites them to join him in this grand unfolding of the greatest thing that's happened since creation. Between the two of them, they experience a visit from the archangel Gabriel, the miracle of life and prophetic words, 
and these boys of theirs will prepare the way and save the world. God has reached down into the life of the small and invited them to be a part of his God-sized plans. Then, to top it all off, Luke, equipped by the Holy Spirit, bless his heart, he sits down and listens. He valued these women enough to preserve their story, to believe their words, and to share them with us. I don't know about you, but I see God's upside-down kingdom right there, a kingdom that listens to the overlooked, that reaches down into obscurity, sees, and puts some nobodies in the path of the most significant event in the history of the world, the redemption of humanity. We serve a gracious, merciful God, don't we, church? So my encouragement to you today is this. Maybe you're feeling small, overlooked. You're not disqualified. In fact, maybe God's preparing your heart to humbly step into His great plan of redemption. He sees you and invites you to share the hope you have in Him. We need you. We need your voice. Someone out there needs your voice. Maybe they need to be reminded that God sees them and loves them too. As we take time this Advent to prepare room in our hearts for Jesus, let's take the time to consider what God might be calling you to do to share His love with those around you. None of us are ever too small when God is calling the shots. Would you pray with me? God, your goodness fills me with awe. Thank you for seeing us. Thank you for loving us. Help us to see and to love today and give us the words when you call on us to share the hope that is in us. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you drop a like and subscribe so you are always up to date on the latest podcast. And don't forget to go to Bethel.ch to check out all the amazing opportunities here at Bethel Church.